Hello, and welcome to Artbox DNV. I'm your host, Jason. In this episode, I cover Umbrella Art Fair as I've done in the past. The Umbrella Art Fair's website is www.umbrellaartfair.com, and they have an Instagram page, which is the same, at Umbrella Art Fair. This time, the fair is featuring 100 plus artists from the district and beyond. This fair is where the heartbeat of Washington, D.C.'s art scene converges with the avant-garde talents of global artists and makers. For those of you who haven't heard of Umbrella Art Fair, it was conceived by Peter Chang and Brandon Hill of No Kings Collective. They felt that many unknown artists and collectives needed a space to show their works to a broad audience. Their first fair was in 2019 and has grown in popularity ever since. The work shown in past fairs varied from paintings on canvas, murals, sculptures, digital collages, and immersive environments. Subject matters varied as well, from whimsical to pop culture references. This year's fair will include local, national, and international artists. Here is just a sample of those bios. Tin Tin, who lives and works in Hamburg. His art deals with language, with symbols, and signs, with the automizations of our perception, as well as with the structures of our society. Tintin is a conceptualist. His art does not explain itself. It is based on a well-thought-out system that has been developed again and again in recent years. He reflects this in his murals, paintings, and works on paper. Alex Solos is an artist born in Mexico and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. With deep passion for art, he tries to convey profound messages and ignite meaningful conversations through his creative efforts. Through his concept-driven creations, Alex aims to brighten people's days and provide motivation, recognizing the transformative impact that art can have on individuals and communities. Hannah Webb. The art style is defined by technique and application in diametric color, as in blocky, pixelated, and bright. Her work usually represents animals, human features, or objects up close, broken down into interpretations of light and color. Her paintings are designed to exist carefully between mechanical and fluid, representational and abstract. Some of the artists I have interviewed in past episodes are showing at this year's fair. They include Adigan, Golden Rabbit, Silent Monkey, Kimchi Juice, Catherine Campagna, Kelly Towles, Mark Kellner, Marley McFly, Monochrome Collective, and Sarah Jane Jameson. Take a listen to those past interviews at artboxdmv.com. But here are some of the interviews from past DC Walls festivals. So my name is Julia Chan, but I also am known by the artist named Kimchi Juice, and I'm painting a mural of three Korean women for DC Walls. How did you go about selecting this image for the festival? Yeah, so I'm half Korean, and so my work is very heavily influenced by my Korean heritage. and. Since I knew that it would be along a trail wall, I wanted to highlight uh, three like strong Asian women, and then I put cherry blossoms in the background to kind of celebrate DC. No, it's a very nice piece. I do like it. Thank you. What kind of influences feed into your work? Um, as I said, it's like my heritage. My I'm very close to my grandparents, and so their stories are always very inspiring. Talking about Korea. And then in general, I'm always inspired by the people that I'm painting next to and my friends. And so to have such a, a strong showing of a, a female muralist has been so much fun and just so collaborative. Yeah, it's been very awesome. So how did you get involved with mural painting? 
Um, I actually painted my first mural for DC Walls in 2017. Awesome. And so I was 17 years old. It was 150 feet long, so it's a definitely a big wall to paint for your first wow. time. But yeah. you go big. Yeah, <laughs> but then I kind of caught the bug and was like so inspired and happy to be around such a, a welcoming community of artists. And so since 2017, I've been traveling and painting walls, and it's my fifth year. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so is there any other projects coming up that you can tell me about? Um, I am redesigning the logo for the Phillips Collection for their centennial anniversary. Wow. And so that's coming up in October. And so I should actually be working on that instead of painting this. But, um, <laughs> no, I think this is more important, honestly. Oh, this is more important? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then I think I have a solo show coming up in November as part of Umbrella, which is what no Another Umbrella uh, partaker. Well, awesome. Uh, what's your Instagram and your website? My Instagram is kimchi.juice, K-I-M-C-H-I dot juice. And I don't have a website. But you got Instagram, and that's what's important too. So are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay, so uh, if you could please introduce yourself and please describe your mural. I am Marley McFly. Um, my mural is a... Fantasy Wonderland. Uh, with everything going on this year, it's good just to kind of just do my own thing. No yeah. kind of nothing holding me back. No, you know, restraints. No hidden message. Just let me enjoy what I do. Have fun. Bring some beauty to the neighborhood. So, how or why did you select the images that you did? This type of collage. Oh, um, love comic books, cartoons, things like that. Bright colors, and it just it fits the powwow aesthetic. Just pretty much just one big comic page jumping out and slapping you as you walk by and well then that leads up to this question uh, so you would say then that the comic books were part of the one of the main influences or a sub kind of influence uh, it, was, it was the main influence growing up i really didn't know about you know art per se i grew up you know just flipping through comics i love what i saw and then eventually i kind of crossed paths with the lichtensteins and the pop art and it, it just made sense that that was what i liked and then that opened door, the door for art for me. So what was one of the first comic books that you fell in love with? First was X-Men number one in 92. Oh, wow. I just love the Jim Lee era of X-Men. And then I just went, instead of going up, I went back. <laughs> so so you, you still carry those kind of influences with you today, right? Uh, to this day. Um, like, I probably have more comic art, artist-related stuff in my home or in my studio than, no. Other artists. So uh, what was some of the first mediums that you used? Did you try just like pencil or ink or? Um, a lot of, lot of pen, pencil, just doodling in school growing up. Just regular Crayola color pencils until I started figuring out what I actually need to make a, I guess, quote unquote masterpiece. And I actually, like, growing up, I, I draw more than painting. Like I didn't, I hated painting growing up. And why was that? I don't know, just, it's weird because back then I didn't have control of the paint. The way you do with like a pencil or pen, but yeah. now I love that I don't have control. So, so how did you get involved with mural painting? Was it uh, a natural kind of flow for you, or you know, naturally I do more canvas art, you know, more galleries, commission things like that. But just with my style, it works. It translates better to a mural because I'm not boxed into like a 24 by 24 canvas. So it's just the bigger, the more I can express, get more in depth. So it was just a natural transition for me. So then uh, here's, here's the million dollar question. Do you like to work outside or inside? Outside. I love just the natural elements. I mean, 
the sun beating in my face. <laughs> I can see the colors exactly how they're going to be. When I'm inside, I can paint something and walk out the door and it's like, I need to do a whole coating of this painting all over again. Though. Right. So, so uh, while you've been painting on your mural this past week, what's the response from people walking by? Uh, I, I love it. Um, just as soon as people hit the corner, I can see them. If they're in the middle of a jog, walking the dog, just they just stop in their tracks and take pictures, ask me questions. So it's been very well received. Oh, good. So a lot of people have been taking pictures. I like to hear that. Seriously, because, you know, hopefully they can, you know, help spread the word about your work. It's funny because I still, to this day, get people asking, can they take a picture? It's yeah. like, just please, just do it. Well, so. I think it's nice that people do ask, you know. Yeah. But, but when you're out in public, you know, it's a public situation. Public situation. It's weird because people will take pictures of stuff that they shouldn't take pictures of. Right. <laughs> so. <laughs> So how did you go about developing your style? Was it going back to the influences of comic books or was it something that you uh, just kind of discovered on yourself? I think it found me. I was just uh. mix, me mixing everything I love. So instead of just focusing on one thing, I took everything that I love and just put it into one, one box. Yeah. And it did take some time to kind of find that where I just kind of, I was doing portraits, doing athletes, doing things I thought other people would want to see. And eventually it's just like, I don't, I don't care. I'm yeah. doing it for me. If someone buys it, cool. If right. not, I'm, I'm doing what I love. What advice would you give your past self or to other artists? Yes. To speed up the previous question. Yeah. Do what you love from the jump. Like there was just a time where I was just doing what I thought would make me a successful artist. And I was miserable because of that. Yeah. It's like I'm painting things that people love that I hate. So at that point it becomes a job and that's why we do art, because we don't want a job. <laughs> well, we have a passion. Well, that is the, the, well, it is the job. It's the right. passion. Yeah. And, and it's it helps to basically, because the passion shows through the work. Yes. And like you said, if you start doing it uh, for others, sometimes you kind of lose that passion, and it's just like uh, you become a human copying machine. Right. There was like a year stretch from like, why am I doing this? Yeah. So, so uh, if you can give me a drop of your Instagram and website. Instagram is Marley underscore McFly 87. And the website is simple. MarleyMcFly.com. Oh, so like, what's your favorite color? No, just right. Like, <laughs> you know, you, you, you asked the question that didn't matter. I've been asking weird things enough this week. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything you want to go back on and expand? Uh, like uh, any kind of drawing techniques, anything like that that you think that you would uh, want to expand on? I think the biggest thing is just, just have fun. I think with art now, is everything such a business or always some kind of hidden meaning that we forget that, you know, when you're a kid, you just pick up a crayon and draw something. There's no hidden And it's kind of a freedom. Thoughts. It's just freedom. So yeah. getting back to that, enjoying it, you'll be okay. <laughs> uh, before I forget, is there any other projects that uh, that are coming up for you that you can tell me about? Um, My next, on Monday, I have a release with uh, One Time Run. Okay. It'll be a print release. And I think that's pretty much it for the rest of the year. Um, Still been a weird year with everything going on. So a lot of a lot of things where I'm not physically there. Yeah. So mostly just print releases for the rest of the year. Well, well, hopefully everything will get back to normal too. Something close to normal would do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thank you again, sir. Thank uh, you. I appreciate it. Uh, my name is Catherine Campania. And my mural is Tired But Wired, and it's on the MTV trail for DC Walls. Could you describe the image? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty color intense and pattern heavy. A big element of my work is like kind of weird color combos mixed with sort of like a vintage 
ugly color feel. Um, but yeah, it's a checker pattern that's kind of like psychedelic weird and it's uh, it says tired but wired and it's a uh, typeface layered on top of itself. Kind of give the idea of like kind of hyper focused but spinning out sort of vibe I feel like everybody's been feeling the last few years where, oh, yeah. um, you know, you got to get it done, but you're definitely maybe a little drained from it all. So I have a 90 foot wall. So it also the typeface helps kind of fill in the space pretty nicely. So. <laughs> How did you get involved in mural painting? Uh, I've actually got involved with mural painting working with No Kings Collective. I used to be their waitress at this like burger whiskey bar in Silver Spring called Corey House. And they were my regulars. And uh we started talking one day and we realized that we did art and they needed help painting some walls and I've been kind of painting with them ever since. It's been about uh, just shy of 10 years now that I've been painting with them. Wow. But uh, yeah, they're the ones who got me into it. Like there's one thing to do art, you know, and then mural painting is just like a completely different way to yeah. kind of tackle a project. So it's just a like a brain switch a little bit. But yeah, I learned everything I know from them. Um, it's been really cool. Is there any projects coming up that you can tell me about? Uh, yeah, actually. Um, speaking of No Kings, they are putting together this art show called Umbrella. And it's going to be, I believe, November 13th. Um, it's going to be all local artists from all around the area. And I'm going to be making some work for them as well as doing a mural. So far, that's the plan. I'll be doing a mural on top of doing pieces Your of work. Own. Yeah. But it's going to be really cool. Um, we did it before the pandemic and everything, and it was a great turnout. It um, was. Yeah, I, I've been to it. Yeah, it's, it was fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, we're going to make sure it's super safe, you know, mask mandates and everything. Of course. We want everyone to be as safe as possible, oh, like yeah. priority. But yeah. um, I think it's going to be really neat. It's also going to be kind of cool to see how, you know, art's navigating in this world right now, you know, having to make the adjustment rather than, you know, fight against it. I think it's in everybody's best interest to keep like experiencing art, but make sure they're as safe as possible. Yeah, that's, I am behind that 110%. Uh, what is your Instagram and your website? Uh, my website hasn't been updated in about 10 years, so I'll give you my Instagram. My Instagram is no kitten heels. No kitten heels. Mm -hmm. um, I guess just kind of a point I'd like to make about this year's DC walls is just like how many awesome women muralists are in it and I think that's really exciting because yes. very often there's not very many of us and it's like this really great empowering like creative like opening just like having these all these super talented women together like working together it's just like a really great like energy going on with everybody yeah there's a lot of ladies working on the wall and I think that's awesome I yeah. uh, really it's like you said we need more women to step up and paint on some walls yeah I 110% agree. Yeah. I like weird stuff, and I get to do it this year, so it's cool. <laughs> That's the takeaway. I might open up with that instead. Yeah, I like good. doing weird stuff. Yeah. My name is Henley. Uh, I also go by the Golden Rabbit Silent Monkey. The mural that I'm doing here at Pow Wow is of a Laotian or Thai temple guardian. So I'm just have his face kind of zoomed in and filling up a big portion of the wall here, kind of overlooking the park. So he's kind of like guarding the park, <laughs> keeping it away from the evils. Yes. Never hurts to have him around to do that. <laughs> and yours is a, a piece, a it's bigger a, piece. Yes, it's a collaboration. Usually each artist would get like about 100 feet. 
This year, I've decided to collaborate with a good friend of mine, Matt Corrado. So we just split it 50-50. So I have my Temple Guardian right in the center. And then he has his like sort of pyramid graffiti style on both sides. And then I have some of these clouds coming from behind the Guardian and then kind of just like flow out into his piece. How, how did you and Matt working together with the image selection? Oh, well, first, he actually was looking for an assistant for a big mural of his own a couple years back. And I kind of just hit him up on Instagram. He just pulled me on board. And ever since then, we just hit it off really well. Oh, wow. I actually helped him with a lot of his murals, a lot of office murals, outdoor murals, really big ones. Yeah, we just worked out really well. Well, he actually came up to me and asked if he wanted to do a collaboration on Powell this year. And I was like, sure. And then I sketched out the Temple Guardian on my, on my iPad. And I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And then just immediately after that, he just kind of put his twist on the sides. Oh, wow. So it came together pretty quickly. Yeah, it was really quick, so. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm from Laos, Southeast Asia. It was really funny, actually. I was approached to do a mural for a Lao restaurant a couple years back and they wanted Lao images and everything. But growing up in America, actually was brought up on like American cartoon, Japanese anime. So most of my work are kind of those nature, like Japanese type art. Yeah. So when I was supposed to do Lao art, I had to research my own country and my own culture and actually became more interested in it and just kind of doing more of stuff that's from my country. So right. not many people know where Laos is or heard of it. So I just kind of wanted to put that on the map. And represent, basically. Yeah, represent. Yeah, all represent right. Laos. So. And, and nothing wrong with representing. <laughs> Not at all, man. So when, when you're doing your research, what, what kind of things were you like reading into? Uh, myths and yeah, stories yeah, like that? Yeah, a lot of myths. Um, Buddhism, like the deities and gods are really interesting. I don't know, like, like you can see all the colors and intricate patterns they have. Um, actually, last year, flew back to my own country for the first time to go oh, visit. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was just a big eye opener. They have so many temples and I just didn't know or realize how many um, really artistic they are. It's just you have to kind of see it for yourself. It's really amazing, the art. And it, and, it, and it dates back to when like Buddha was still alive. The murals they have in the temples is so detailed. It, it was really inspiring. And I'm still kind of like diving into my own culture and still doing research. There's so. a lot to dive into, man. Yes, it is, man. <laughs> so how did you get like the transition from doing ballpoint pen drawings and what have you in works? How did you get to working on murals? murals? So I think about five years ago, I did my first mural. I actually applied for a ramen restaurant. So Ramen and Adams Morgan and then they were expanding their dining area during the time I was on board. They knew I was an artist so they had this big wall in their in their new space they're about to open up and it was like hey would you ever want to do a mural or have you done one? And I never did but I was like yeah sure I can give it a try. <laughs> I did this really cool like octopus it's holding like two bowls of ramen oh, in, wow. in an ocean of ramen. It took me like two three weeks Oh my God, it took me like so long to do. And now that I think back, I'm like, I could have crushed that in like, you know, less than a week. But, um, but it was a- You gotta start somewhere. Yeah, you got to, man. But it was a big, big learning experience. Yeah, ever since then, I, I just grew curious. I actually did a time-lapse mirror of that one. I posted it up and then someone else who was opening a restaurant, they, wa they wanted a mural too. And it was an even bigger one. It took like a month to do the second one. Oh, wow. It's very different, like my style of mural and my ballpoint pen. So here's that philosophical question that I'm asking everybody. Uh, how does a person uh, develop a painting style? Like your opinion, you know, like how would like how would you go about it? Or how do you think someone would go about, go about it? it. Um, 
that's kind of funny you ask because I'm still trying to find my own painting style at the moment. Yeah. Painting big spaces for me, I, I try to keep it simple at first, you know, with like nice big solid colors and blocks. I do want to bring like the intricacy of my ballpoint pen and just somehow get all that up on the wall. So I'm just still I'm just still learning just, you know, the nature of paint and, you know, whether it's house paint or spray paint or any paint for yeah, that any type of paint. So yeah. I'm still learning, too. I yeah, mean, yeah, I've been yeah. in it for a while. Could you talk about any other projects uh, coming up? I do have actually couple in the works there's a restaurant opening up in north carolina it's a ramen restaurant actually oh wow yeah talking to them i did like a couple rough sketches but i think their their space is still being built out so it still has some time um I got an email a couple of days ago for a sushi restaurant in, in virginia so actually i gotta talk back with him i got a couple of um uh small like clothing designs to do on my ipad <laughs> yeah uh, little things here and there. It was not not too much. This year has been kind of everything came to a halt due to the pandemic. AKA crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Super crazy. So if you can give uh, the listener your uh, Instagram and website. Uh, so my Instagram is golden rabbit silent monkey. Just all one word. No space. No nothing. And website is golden rabbit silent dot com. Oh, that's pretty straightforward, yes, too. Yes, it is. I guess that's it. that's it. So cool. Thank you, man. Umbrella Art Fair opens on November 17th and closes on the 19th. It's at Union Market and the address for Union Market is 1325 5th Street, Northeast, Washington, D.C. And that address again is 1325 5th Street, Northeast, Washington, D.C. During the fair, there are some scheduled events. Some of the events you'll need to RSVP for. Go to UmbrellaArtFair.com to RSVP. The opening reception is at 6 p.m. And with that, here are some of the events I think are pretty cool and I would recommend. On the opening night, you definitely got to go check out uh, Secret Walls. That starts at 7.30 p.m. Watch two teams of artists battle it out, a thrilling live paint battle. This special edition will feature women artists from the DMV and beyond. On the 18th at 11 a.m., there is the Umbrella Mural Art Tour. The tour ends at the entrance of Umbrella Art Fair as the doors open at noon. Then at 6 p.m., live music performances. Saturday night, enjoy a live set of Les, the DJ, and DJ Freg. And then on the 19th is another Umbrella Mural Art Tour. It happens again starting at 11 a.m. So. Once again, make sure to RSVP on Umbrella Art Fair's website for some of these events. Why go? Umbrella is a declaration of artistic independence, a rebellion against the mundane, and a celebration of the daring. But more importantly, an Umbrella is a space to provide economic opportunities for artists and creative entrepreneurs as a platform to showcase and sell their works. Umbrella Art Fair 2023 is free to attend just go to the website at UmbrellaArtFair.com to RSVP on Eventbrite. To learn more about this event and the artists, go to Umbrella Art Fair's website once again. It's UmbrellaArtFair.com. Or you can go to their Instagram at UmbrellaArtFair. To hear past episodes of ArtboxDNV, head on over to the website at ArtboxDNV.com. And don't forget, 
ArtboxDMV is also on Instagram at ArtboxDMV. Until next time, thank you for listening. Music